a Winter Games update. Thanks to Bridgestone. Proud partner of the Australian Olympic team. The Winter Games are about to get underway. Macquarie Media's very own Natalie Peters is in Pyeongchang. Hi, Natalie. must be getting pretty exciting there at the moment. Hi, Chris. It sure is. The, the buses are packed with people heading towards the stadium. I've been staying uh, up in the mountains. We just made the one-hour trip down towards the, the main part of Pyeongchang. And there were parents with athletes on the bus. And we met some of the Australian snowboarders who were in their official uniforms to the ceremony. Which I've got to say, I'm, I'm keen to get your thoughts on them. There's a, a platinum, like a dark grey silver puffer jacket and bottle green pants. I'm not sure it's my favourite that we've ever had in an opening ceremony, but at least it'll keep them warm. Indeed. How cold is it? I, I, I'd prefer the old green and gold, the standard green and gold. Tell us, Natalie, how cold it is there as, as evening falls. It's pretty much the same time zone that we're in in Sydney, isn't it? That's right. It is, what is it now, 5.30pm and the sun has just ducked behind the ridge line above us and it is plus one degree. This is actually incredibly warm and balmy given what we've had over the past two weeks. Temperatures more like minus 20, minus 22, minus 23. So the weather gods have really smiled on organisers tonight. They will still be giving the 35,000 spectators a heat kit. They get a beanie, a poncho, a piece of foam to sit on to keep their uh, backside warmer and uh, some hand warmers. And a few things like that just to make sure that there are no cases of hypothermia because they, there were some at the rehearsal a week ago. They had about six people treated for hypothermia. I've been at footy matches when they would have been handy indeed uh, sitting out there in the cold. But uh, tell us also about the political dimension behind this, Natalie. There must be a lot of focus on the fact that there are going to be North Korean athletes in the Games, but also, of course, Kim Jong-un's sister is going to be in South Korea and, and meeting with the president of South Korea. Yeah, there's no getting away from the fact that aside from the, the passion and, and the sport, there is definitely a lot of politics bound up with this Winter Olympic Games here in South Korea. We will see North and South Korea march under a united flag. We've seen that before, but of course it is this increased tension on the peninsula that makes it especially significant. The IOC President Thomas Bach, who himself competed for a divided country, uh, West Germany, said that he thinks that will be the most emotional part of the ceremony, seeing the athletes marching together. And they are calling it the Peace Olympics. There's no doubt the South is hoping to get some better relations out of these games. The US isn't convinced, and we will have Vice President Mike Pence in the VIP section there. And as we mentioned, the sister of North Korea's leader could end up just a few seats away, even though they have no intention of meeting here in South Korea. Vice Pence has vowed to prevent Kim Jong-un from hijacking the message and the imagery of the Olympics. And to make it even more political, his guest is actually going to be the father of a young American who was imprisoned in North Korea and ended up dying days after being released. So you're right, it is going to be an incredibly politically charged event, but organisers as I said, describing this as the Peace Games and they're hoping that good things will come out of it. Stunning event, uh, Natalie. Uh, good luck reporting it. Uh, thanks for sharing that with us. Thank you so much for your time. Natalie Peters there. You'll hear her reports uh, across the day and night uh, from South Korea. It just sounds absolutely astonishing, the sport and the politics going on here. Maybe that's why it's balmy there, the thawing relations between the Democratic People's Republic of Korea and the Republic of Korea, North Korea and South Korea. Donald Trump not given enough credit for the way he's actually forced these two sides to speak.